Let it break now. Race car spelled backwards is still race car. This is the race car spelled backwards podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Brad, and with me, as always, is Jamie, and this is the Race Car Spell Backwards Podcast. Whew. Jamie, you did how it. the heck are you doing? You did it. <laughs> it only took, what, two, three tries? You know, I'm doing so well today. It's better than ponies, rainbows, and unicorns. And butterflies. It is a rainbow color. So you're amazingly, amazingly, fantastically fantastic. Like, I'm rolling in a meadow with flowers yellow flowers i'm not having any problems with my allergies you're a yellow day festival i'm identifying as a rainbow colored norwal which is the unicorn of the sea is a norwal real yes they're real it's a whale with a unicorn horn so like no they don't exist they do. No. Norwals that... are we- real. Unicorns aren't real. It's the unicorn of the ocean. So Norwals can't be real. Norwals are real. You ever feel like you forgot something and you can't remember what you forgot until you realize what you forgot? Yes. And then it's usually pretty bad that I forgot. Well, I was just, I don't know what reminded me of this, but when I was driving to our meeting last week to the Brasstown Ball. I I called my wife and we were talking at the beginning of my trip and I'm like I forgot something I know I forgot something like I had that feeling that I forgot something and then when I got out in the middle of nowhere at was GT, it your wiener I realized what I'd forgotten your wiener no I had that your wife had it in her purse no I keep it on me oh okay at all times she lends it to, she loans it out to you no I, I keep it on me at all times it good doesn't. hygiene's important though you'd pee all over yourself if you didn't have it that's true. <laughs> That is very true. <laughs> or you'd pee inside the purse that your wife was keeping it in. Well, that would that would really that'd be bad. You're that would make her day bad. You're like 180 miles away from home and pee yeah. is squirting out of her purse. purse. Yeah, that would be bad. Uh, that would... But I realized halfway up there what I'd forgotten, and it was I'd forgot my toothbrush, so I bought one at the gas station. Well, that cost ten bucks. Didn't Five bucks. I got a mm. emergency travel kit. It had a toothbrush toothpaste and a toothbrush holder cover not sure why i had that in there that's what that guy pulled out of his butt in no. la when we became champions of the cannonball run no when we were running the cannonball run was it red the like the guy champions, had in his butt that was like a pringle can this is like just covers the bristles just a little click click you, you know, know you with me now i'm not gonna ask anyone to try this at home putting a pringle can in the butt <laughs> yeah i don't know how it fits it just doesn't. No thing. way. That's like when we bought a couch that was too big and it wouldn't fit in the door. We had to take, had these like little three-inch corner legs, oh, like feet? a triangle. Yeah. Had to take that off to get it in. I think with my rectum in a Pringle can, there's nothing to take off to get it up there. Speaking of rectums in a Pringle can, <laughs> do you want to explain to our listeners, Jamie, how Chris ripped your pants? Well, we had our meeting last week, and um, I'm not quite sure. One of our other, one of our employees, that's a friend of ours. He was behind me. He let us know that Chris ripped Jamie's pants. Josh was the witness that discovered that. 
Was Josh the one that told us, or was it Lance? I, it was Josh and Lance, I think. I feel like Lance is the one that ratted Lance it out. Lance ratted out my butt. Yeah. Ratted Chris out. Ratted you know what out. the most embarrassing thing of it is? Did you rip the whole butt out of your pants? Well, actually, we got Levi's the when they get old, right here. The pocket goes Where up. they sew in the top corner. Yeah, okay. I know When exactly that hits a little hole, yep. and then it just catches on something. And you rip it out. So you rip the pocket, bo pocket and then off. it went the inside of the pocket went straight down past the pocket. So how big was this hole? Was it like... Like, little, it wasn't like ass crack. It was a little to the left ass crack. Was it like Ty Gibbs tiny, or was it like... <laughs> Ty Gibbs tiny. Yeah. <laughs> what's the other what's some michael walter his penis could have fit in it oh so it was tiny it was tiny 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 oh that was well it wasn't that tiny what was embarrassing is i wore pink underwear that day <laughs> and i don't know i were met you it. inside the store when this happened I don't know when it happened. I only know when someone pointed it out to me. And so I you went, don't know how long I you, could have gone you and could seen. Have walked around all day with your. I could have gone out. seen a customer with my pink underwear hanging out. You have no idea how long the world was staring at your behind. Uh, I, I'm, well, I I want to say I, I feel, untucked my shirt. I want to say I feel bad for you, and I, I do actually. I hate that happened to you. But I feel bad for everybody else who stared at your butt all day. I clean it, though. Well, I mean, it's good. There was thing. no stain on the pink underwear. Clean butt, clean drawers. It was very light pink that if there was some skid marks, you could probably seen it. And then you untucked your shirt, though, so you hit it. Yeah, I was like, and then I went home. Oh, I, I would have went home. There's no way I would have continued working for the My day. My wife suggested that I throw an extra pair of pants in the car and keep it in there. When I was, uh, so I worked, my first sales job, I lived in Georgia, and I drove to Alabama every day for work. And But your boss didn't know that. I don't work there no more. So <laughs> That's matter. true. He's, so, he's not the boss over there anymore. I did either. move to Alabama for a couple of years, actually. A but couple before, weeks? No, I lived there for, we were there for like two or three years. <laughs> but before I moved there, I drove every day, and because... I mean, I was an hour to my closest. Well, customer. here's a, here's a question. But I always kept an extra pair of actually kept an extra shirt, pants, socks, and underwear. I don't understand why it was even a problem in that substandard manufacturer we work for, because Alabama's right next to Georgia. If anyone would look at a map, I lived in West Georgia too. I lived. I lived. My house was literally thirty six miles to the state line. So Anniston, the first major city, hour away, you could have had a customer there, and it would be no different than me going to see a cust customer north of Atlanta. Correct. I had customers in between Anniston and the line, in the state line. I had customers who were like the third or second exit into Georgia. See, I remember when this drama took place. I don't understand it. What was the big deal? I don't understand it now, and I didn't then, but... Honestly, I'm glad me and my family moved to Alabama because we made a lot of good friends living there. And I'll be honest, when we first moved to Alabama, I was like, this sucks. Like, this sucks. This is not Georgia. The pace literally went from running 100 miles an hour everywhere to walking. You know, Georgia, 100 hour, miles an hour is like when I moved back to home in Georgia after having lived in D.C. for many years. Oh, so the pace in Georgia was 50% the speed of D.C. So I think it's probably, they're probably pretty similar now. Now. 
Georgia and Alabama? Georgia and D.C. Around Atlanta, yeah. yeah. But not where I live. They're still like... Well, around here where I live at, it's pretty busy. Well, and the drivers so, act like they've got somewhere important. We moved, we moved to this little small town, like population 3,000 maybe. And literally the whole town, drive-thrus, gas stations, drugstores, everything closed at 8 p.m. Everything. Like, it was a ghost town at 8 p.m. there. It was the first place I lived where when you got off the interstate, there was no red light at the exit ramp. <laughs> it was a stop sign. It's like, uh, what do I do? I mean, it was. it's when I realized that we were in a small town, and there was trade-offs. Like, you didn't have to worry about getting shot at the gas station for saying good morning to somebody. You know, people were friendlier. People drove so slow. Oh, yeah. Even when I go to Alabama now, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Now, you get used to it, though. Don't don't take, don't get me wrong. I So, no one have, gets upset in Alabama when you call up, hey, look, I'm behind a bus and no. a 90-year-old. I'm going to be like 30 minutes late because they're like flat out doing 52 and a 55. You know what they say? Okay. Okay, buddy. I'm going to be late, too. <laughs> I, I never forget. I had to call a customer one time. I was an hour late because there was cows in the road. And the cows were not moving. And the farmer was, I'm not talking about four cows. I'm talking about like 400 cows. Yeah, that happens where I live. I'd never had that happen. So I a bear crossing the road one time in Alabama. We were, I was up towards Gatson, the northern part. North. East. That, east part, yeah. Yeah. I was there, saw a bear crossing the road. Alabama Lake Country, I think they call it. <laughs> I just made that up, so I don't know. The, Lando Lakes, Alabama. <laughs> That's the moon-eyed country. Yeah, it is the, the moon-eyed, moon-eyed people of Bama. Hell. Um, no, I mean, I, I'm i not dissing on the state of Alabama whatsoever. I mean, we probably will make fun of it at some point. Cause Land's cheaper there. And you can do what you want. My, I am buying land in Alabama, and I'm going to put a house on it. I'm going to put a house on it for my mom, put a house on it for my mother-in-law. If my kids want to build houses on the land, they can. See, I've looked at it, the northeast corner. That's where I want to be at. You are close enough to Chattanooga, but you're not going to get murdered like you live in Chattanooga. But remember that episode of Small Town Murder while we were on the Cannonball Run? Oh, it yeah. Was the, in northeast Alabama. The weird people on that mountain. Yeah. So it's not all. Just don't go to that mountain. Rainbows and butterflies up there either. What about a, a multicolored Norwal? I don't think a multicolored Norwal would make it long on that mountain. But who? what do I know? Um, what else? But to get back to the story, the root of the story. Bud Light? You, yeah, Bud Light's <laughs> coming. But you know why they came after you there? The, the red nunchucks. Why's that? I don't know. Nunchucks, is, it's a red boomerang, isn't it? Yeah. Because we are selling an inferior product at a maximized price. No doubt. They knew it, and they wanted to... They couldn't do anything about it. They couldn't improve the quality. So that particular person came after. Excuse me. I just burped breakfast from oh, yesterday. Oh, God. I hope that ain't one of those like mine. Oh. Hope you're not about to run us out of the trailer. I had Doritos last night. You ain't been on a protein diet, heavy. No, I actually had God. ranch we'll Doritos okay. with ranch dip. It's amazing. You have <laughs> ranch dressing, Doritos, no, and ranch, ranch dip. Ranch dip. And ranch Doritos. So I dip oh, cool my ranch. ranch, my cool ranch, in the cool ranch dip. See, I don't really care for the chips, the Dorito chips, 
But the Cool Ranch dressing is my all-time favorite flavor on a chip. But I don't like the way Doritos taste, so I'll just eat the Cool Ranch off and throw the chip away. Well, you know, the bag is Is blue. that wasteful? Probably. The Should I save those old chips after I lick the Cool Ranch, the you, cool ranch dressing off? Well, you can let the Africa? kids eat the chips. I'm not doing that to my and kids. And then lick the bottom of the bag where all the seasoning no, is. I'm not up. doing that to my kids. That's my favorite part they're, of it. They they're not going to eat the seasoning. The seasoning. That's all I like. You know there's a recipe online for that seasoning? Did you know that Doritos Blue, Cool Ranch Blue, is the same color blue as Bud Light? But. But is correct. Nobody's boycotting. Regardless of what. And this is a truth. Truth, people. A total truth. 100. Male, female, or trans... Gendering, we all still have butts, and no one can argue about that. That's we true. have butts. That's very true. Uh huh. You know, you have. Is someone going to protest the butts? Somebody, nobody's come out and said that their butt's something that it's not. No, You're no right. one cares. It's just a butt. So me and Jamie were talking about the whole Bud Light thing, and I'm not going to. I'm not. I don't even care about the cans and who's on the can. I don't drink Bud Light. I don't either. Bud Light is a water identifying as a beer. I have I I don't judge the can or the Bud Light. I'm thinking it's rice water here's, pretending to be a beer. But here's my problem with it. So you have Bud Light. So to get money from these trust fund kids and all they set up all these trust funds. That, all ten of them. Is that what I'm talking about? Like to get fund to get money from these trusts, these companies have to have a certain diversity and inclusion score. So to get that score up, no, they haven't. My company hasn't been offered this. No, they're not. We're not. I have a company with no employees, though. Well, race car backwards media hadn't been offered anything either. So it's it's just two employees. We're we're screwed. are we supposed to sell a LLC afterwards? We're, we're, we're kind of a nonprofit right now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you got Bud Light. They have you got the left is pushing their whole trans agenda thing. You got Bud Light adopted that agenda, put it on a can, said, hey, rah, rah, here we go. Then you got the people on the right. They're protesting this whole movement by Bud Light. They're mad about it. They're, you got Kid Rock You think you can, can actually say they're all people from the right, though? I know well, I'm just, I'm I know just, a Democrat that's upset about it. The point of my story needs me to say it this way. Okay, let's, let's so, stick with that. Then, then you got the right. Blowing up their cans. We're not drinking Bud Light ever again. Bud Light makes you gay. We ain't drinking it. Whatever they're saying. But then, over the weekend, you had the political right come out and say, y'all, please stop boycotting Bud Light. They pay us way too much money for y'all to boycott them. So now you have the right admitting... Money's more important than that their money politics. is all that matters. Yeah, the right now wants you. The political right wants you to accept the political left's agenda through Bud Light and Anheuser Busch, so the so, political right can continue to get their money. So that's that's my whole point about the Bud Light. The Bud Light thing, it just exposed it. On a level that it's never been. We all wear. Even Don Jr. and Donald Trump are like, chill. Yeah. They give us lots of money. We all knew this happened. We all know this happens all the time. But the Bud Light thing just exposed it. I think it's great. 
I think, honestly, the Bud Light controversy is the best thing that's happened so far this year in politics because it has exposed the right and the left for who they are. The Both sides, left and right, care about nobody except their self. Yep. There is a level of selfishness in politics that it's. I don't think it's ever been this bad, ever. I don't think so, but it also exposes the fact that the end result for extreme liberalism and the end result for extreme conservatism are all the same. We lose our rights. And because it was not a political, politically motivated protest and we weren't ordered to do it by one of these morons in D.C., they didn't want it to happen. Don't attack their purses. They'll tell you to stop. That's exactly what they're doing. Yep. They're telling I mean, us to stop. So I, I Proof did, that we need a third party. Actually, Anheuser-Busch And donates. I'm slinking down to the damn mic again. Anheuser-Busch probably donates to both parties, truth be known. Well, you know, you got to make sure you've bribed the guy that wins. So you got to bribe them both. Exactly. So... Anheuser-Busch didn't want this kickback, but what they did just showed you. Follow the money. All the politicians are probably criminals. Follow the money. They follow the money. All we got to do is follow the money to know who's following the money. So one thing that Brad and I were both taught by a former manager who left before we did from the transgender boomerang, he, he forced us to learn how to give presentations. And to admit, before I worked for this gentleman, I sucked at him. He would—he probably wouldn't believe we even have a podcast, to be honest. Probably not. But it's been beneficial. And the one thing that he told us, he said, know your room, right? Oh, yeah. So shouldn't room. Bud Light know their consumer? Their audience? So you lose, and I've the figure this morning I heard was $6 billion in value in your company. I mean, their stock prices dropped. Supposedly, they only made like a couple of cans to give this person. What's his name? Malvoni? Yeah. Mal Malvern Ridge? Yeah, whatever. Malvern Mountain? I don't know how many cans they made. I just, like you said, when your primary audience is drunk redneck. I mean. Why are you going to, why wouldn't you promote? You got Bush. You think Bud Light got sold at Martinsville? You got Bush with the camouflage can, and then you got Bud Light with the transgender can. I mean, Anheuser-Busch, is, it's not working, dude. But whatever. It, it exposed the political right and left for what they are as criminals. It's just a money-grubbing organization, both of them. I mean, and then you got... Charleston Heston, the Supreme Court commander, commander taking money from people. Yeah, the Dalai. Oh, that's Clarence Thomas. You got the Dalai Lama sucking, trying to get little kids to suck his tongue, which is really strange. That is very strange. Like, I mean, that is like a. Sub I, watched, I saw the video and I'm like, oh man, that's bad. I thought, <laughs> I just thought it was being taken, blown out of proportion and taken out of context. But when I saw it, I'm like, nope. That's 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 bad. Can you imagine if Cody Ware jumped out of his race car and said to his number one, well, his only adoring fan, number one, his dad, probably <laughs> dad suck my tongue. <laughs> I think his dad would punch him since, you know, somebody needs to hit him. 
Or his brother would. Dude his... gets arrested, gets bond, pays his bond, gets out, and has to turn himself back in because For more stuff comes to light. Terroristic life. threats. Were they made after he hit this woman or before? And it's all alleged because, the, you know, everyone has their day in court. But his brother got arrested for the same thing. It's crazy. It seems to be a, a family problem. Speaking of family, Chase Elliott fans absolutely suck. But, Brad, you and I are Chase Elliott fans. You know, I'm becoming less and less of a Chase Elliott fan just because of his fans. Like, we talked about on the We're show. not obnoxious. We've been to plenty yeah. of races where we've seen. We talked about last week, like, the worst fan base out there is Chase Elliott. I don't remember... And I was a diehard Dell Jr., Junior Nation. I'm still a Dell Jr. fan. Like you ask me my favorite driver today, it's still Dell Jr. And he don't even race. So, I mean, I didn't quite go that route, but the I was a big fan of his father's. So my allegiance. But went, we didn't suck. My allegiance went to him, but I also rooted for Tony Stewart because I thought his attitude was I mean let's let's be honest Dale Jr is awesome for the sport. Yeah. He's got a great attitude. He, Tony was awesome for the sport. Tony was too. But when it came to ruling the course and payback Tony was a little more unhinged than Jr. I like that unhinged. Oh yeah, it was the unexpected almost. Right, which, but if with Tony, Tony, you didn't know what to expect. You didn't know how he was going to react at times. I mean, Tony could get out mad and not say anything, or he, or he could just, give you the best interview ever. Yeah, let's just drive backwards. What you say? Oncoming traffic. When we get half, half of us go one way. Yeah. When we get to halfway, if we haven't hit our quota of wrecks for the day, half the cars should go one way while the other half goes the other. Let's just make it a figure eight. <laughs> I loved it. I, I, the Tony Stewart interviews were the best of all time, but. No, I, I just I got a disagreement over the weekend with a Chase Elliott fan. Ooh, they took what I said the wrong way, and I mean, it's Twitter, people. You only have so many words, right? Now, at the end of our conversation, we actually everything worked out, and we, you know, we got you a kiss new, and make up. We got a new follower. I, I followed them. I mean, it's all, all good, but I was just that made me pay a little more attention on Twitter to some Chase fan comments and. The Chase Elliott fans were pretty harsh at the so, end of the race. Why are you cooling off on Chase? And I'll tell you why I'm cooling off on Chase. All right, so don't forget, sometimes crap, it does happen. And sometimes you need a plumber to fix it. In that case, we would call Danny Carden Plumbing, the official plumber of the Race Car Spelled Backwards podcast. The guys you call when crap happens. Um, I will always be a Chase Elliott fan because he's a Georgia boy, but I don't know, man. I just don't think he's got a personality at all. I, I really mean, don't. That's exactly my feelings. Like, if he would grow a pair, he just, say what he thinks. Yeah. And maybe he doesn't think. I don't know. If he would just say, that asshole, I put him into the wall. You can't say that, but, you know, I'm glad I lost control of my car and put him in the wall. Well, I just think, like, Chase had six weeks off to recover. 
and we never really heard from him for six weeks. Well, he was disappearing. He like, Zoom called a race. Yeah, but which we, was I'm saying dumb. his fans didn't hear from him. Like, I remember as a Dell Jr. fan, my favorite part of the Dell Jr. download, this was pre Dell Jr. being on the download. This was Mike Davis and Taylor Zarza. Those days. The OG. Yeah. When Dell Jr. would call on his airplane after the race and leave a message for the fans. That was my favorite part of the show because I got to hear directly from my driver in a message that he was delivering to me, his fan chase had six weeks and all we got was him talking on the Fox broadcast from a locker room in Colorado. I mean, do it, do you, man, you do what you want to do. I'm just saying you had six weeks of recovery where you could have interacted with your fans. Some just, hey guys, I'm on Twitter today during the race. Any questions you want to hear? Answers from a driver? Do you have a question about the race that you would like a driver's perspective? Here, I'll just jump in Twitter spaces here and talk to the fans during the race. That's all I'm saying is I think Chase missed a great opportunity to connect with his fans there. I'm glad he's back. He finished 10th yesterday. Chase I'm going to be honest. For the sport. But he has no personality. Chase Elliott Army? I think Chase is lazy when it comes to having fans. You're on to something there. Probably because he's never had to work for it. No. Yeah. And I I don't want anything. I, I would love for him to win another championship. He's from Georgia. Just like Brad. I was born in Georgia. Yeah, He's we'll, a homer. Well, always. Just like I root for the University of Georgia Bulldogs. I didn't go to college there, but, you know, we got the Falcons. Well, who are you going to choose? Two-time national champion Georgia Bulldogs, for sure. And University of Georgia's been here for like 200 freaking years. But he's got no personality. He doesn't. You know, unlike Chase Elliott, you got J.J. Yaley. I didn't know this. But apparently, Yaley was a 2009 Formula One world champion. I saw that during the broadcast. Now, I'm not surprised by this mistake, considering Mike Oh, Noy. it's a mistake? Yeah. I, I, I thought at the age of 11, he won. He won. Well, in 2009, J.J. Yaley was driving for Mayfield Motorsports in the 41 car. Oh, I didn't know that. So it was, was that in Europe? No, it was actually in America here. But, you know, Mike Joy did also let us know yesterday that Joey Logano is now driving for Stuart Haas Racing. So I saw that, too. I was a little confused. Fox was very enlightening this weekend, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I learned a lot. Like, I learned Tyler Reddick has a heart rate of 133 when he hits pit road. I never knew that before. And I, my racing experience all these years, not knowing the heart rate, I've been lost. I, I could not properly enjoy a race until I knew the driver's heart rate when he entered pit road. Did I, you know you were missing out on that? I, even when they say it now, I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, who I mean, cares? If you win or lose is the outcome of the race. It's not, oh, he had the lowest heart rate. Well, I mean, it was the heart rate thing to me was cool three years you ago. You know who probably had the lowest heart rate until he got fanned for life or whatever you want to call it? Cody Ware, he knew he was coming in last when he started the race. Yeah, and, and Cody Ware is probably one of the few drivers out there who knows he won't be fired for lack of performance. 
Exactly. He hasn't been fired yet. Well, and now he has. Well, yeah, but it wasn't race Rick related. Ware, I don't even think Rick Ware's made an announcement yet. <laughs> so you know what? Here's an opportunity, Dale Jr. I know I just admitted that you were my second place favorite driver. Brad's got you though. Buy Ware Racing. You probably get it at a discount. Yeah. Right now. It's gonna be cheap. Plus, you guys haven't hammered out your latest revenue sharing agreement owners even skipped the meetings i don't think i would um, buy a charter until i knew what was going to happen with the charter system i think this would be a great time to get it at a discount i mean viewership's down like 60 percent, dude well you know i discovered and it's not because chase elliott was hurt we were at a corporate a, a retreat and I realized I, I didn't bring I, I'm used to a lot of the hotels we stay at now have smart TVs and I can log in to Hulu, Netflix, Amazon and watch my shows. It's got my what do they call it? The logarithm. So they know what to suggest and stuff. A log a rhythm. It logs your rhythm. Well, if you got some drumsticks, start playing on a log laying on the ground. That's your logarithm. Right. You get a rap. So it's got my logarithm. My logarithm. Uh-huh. That's your rap? Yeah. Okay. So. Not bad. I can watch what I watch at home. Well, at this resort, they didn't have smart TVs. I couldn't log on. I couldn't even log on to YouTube, which, man, there's nothing else on. You can watch some really bad YouTube videos. That's fact. And That's we, what I we make them, too. That's what I did. I watched yeah. our really bad YouTube videos. Yeah. But anyway, there's a ton, a shit ton. Let's just call it what it is. A shit ton of commercials out there. So you think viewership is down because of commercials? I decided not to watch television while we were at that resort. I think NASCAR viewership is down because of the product on the track. I don't think it has anything to do with TV. I don't even think it has anything to do with Fox's crappy commentating. I think it's a combination of all three, in my opinion. The product sucks, and Fox doesn't know how to make an an uninteresting product interesting. That's the problem. They can throw money at the guys calling F1, because that product sucks, too. If those guys can announce. Oh, man. Yeah. If you leave the room, you see them going apeshit crazy. I was watching. You'll step back into the room and go, what happened? It's still top 10 or the same guys, same order. Yeah, I was watching the Indy race, and I walked out. They're good, too. Yeah, dude. I mean, I was in the kitchen getting something to drink, and they're at Long Beach, and he's like, what here? Dixon comes on the outside, and I'm running there to see what happened, and all it was was Scott Dixon went on the outside. That was it. He didn't go on the outside to pass. He just went in the outside lane. So throw money at him. Steal them. I think Fox is going to bow out. I don't. I think Fox is going to stay actually because I don't think anybody else. I think Fox is going to get it at a bargain. If viewership is really in it, I I don't remember. I saw this on Twitter where it showed from the time of the last signing of the last TV contract to this one, viewership's down. It was either forty percent or sixty, but either one of those two is bad. If it's down forty percent. Would you not expect to get 40% less for the so, new contract? let's just, I'm Even making it up. Even with inflation, it's got 20% less. This is just easy math. Let's say there's $10 billion for to cover NASCAR for the next five years, right? Okay. You're down 40%. That means the value of it's what, $6 billion instead of 10 
Isn't but that you, what it means? So then you factor in inflation. So say they paid $10 billion for it last time, and it's down 40%. This time would be six. Isn't that stagflation? Give them, give them seventy-five. Give them seven point five billion for it. I think they're gonna. I think Fox is gonna be back because they're gonna get it at a bargain. Or I think you're gonna have more TV people bidding on it because you're gonna be able to get it at a bargain. It's it's the product's not what it used to be. Do I think it's fixable? Yes. It's better know? in some ways, but it's worse in others. They're all bunched together because they can't pass. That's fact. But I want to see passing in a race. When we had passing in a race, sometimes you could have someone win the race by two or three laps. So what's the fix? What's broken? I mean, first, we got to identify what's broken. The car is broken. So you need fix the dang car. You need more horsepower. No downforce. You need less downforce. Any tire fall off. We know Goodyear's smart enough to make a tire that falls off. We know these cars can go. I mean, dude, what was it? 15, 20 years ago, you were pushing 900 plus horsepower out of these cars. So we know the horsepower can be there. But do the manufacturers not want the horsepower? We take the dang spoiler off the car. The downforce is gone. I mean, here's a question. If and I've heard people speculate the manufacturers don't want higher horsepower, but why are they releasing Shelby Cobra Mustangs with 900 horsepower? Why are they releasing Z08 or no oh 08 Z08 Corvettes with a Z06 package with eight 900 horsepower, but they want them to run at 650. So. I think originally the idea was get lower the horsepower makes it easier for a new manufacturer to come into the sport. I think uh, that was the theory. But we ain't got a new one yet. Well, Denny Hamlin says it on his podcast this week. I think he said that um, something like they don't. Nobody's knocking on the door to come in. So if that's why you're doing it. Nobody's nobody's taking the bait, so I mean Dodge said but maybe, like, maybe also, no. Yeah, and then Denny's like put a good product on the track and people will want to join the sport. So if the product on the track is good, it doesn't matter how much it costs to get in it, it's gonna be worth it. So instead of this look, that this is where NASCAR went wrong in my opinion, is worrying about the financial side of it. And the fans, too. The fans should never, we should never be discussing how much it costs to run a race. Who cares? I really don't care, yeah. Yeah, why does that matter to us? Like, it just doesn't matter. So, fans shouldn't care about that. You don't hear NFL fans going, man, I can't believe he's wearing that doggone helmet over there. That helmet costs 20% more than those other helmets. I had never heard that in the NFL. You don't hear anybody complaining about how much he spent for a baseball bat. Dang, his penis is 20% larger and he had to get a bigger jock strap. Nobody cares what brand jock strap you wear. Nope. It just doesn't matter. So, To be honest, if you look at the cars, the front clip and the rear clip are the only things different and the manufacturer of the engines. We need to go... Dude, how, how many bad weekends of racing does it take... For NASCAR to go, maybe we need to change something with the car now. Um, well, Brad, I saw this week 
Sunday, it was raining down where I live, so I couldn't do, do much of anything outside, but I saw first thing in the morning, and I don't know if it was live or not, I saw the IMSA race out there on the Indy track, out there at the ocean in the Pacific. Long Beach? Is that what they call it? Yeah. Okay, Long Beach. It didn't look that long, though. It looked kind of small. But anyway. I never even saw the beach. In the morning, I watched the IMSA race. Probably recorded earlier. Maybe they did it early in the morning. Yeah. Great race. I saw the Jordan brothers. The Taylor boys were beating the crap out of everybody. Well, yeah. That NASCAR that awesome. rubbed off, didn't it? Oh, yeah. So yeah, That was great. The IMSA race was great. After that was over, I went to Peacock and watched the Porsche, the Perry Porsche Carrera race, which was great. Then I saw the GT4 race in Sonoma, which was great. Then NASCAR started and Indy started, which kind of sucked that they were on at the same time. To be honest, the Indy race seemed a little more interesting than Martins. Martinsville, Suck. it's turned into the worst track. It used to be one of my favorites. Hey, let's just say congratulations to Kyle Kirkwood. He won the Indy race at Long Beach. Great race. I mean, you had... Award got into Dixon, put Dixon into the tire barrier. Dixon was pretty. Did you see Helio he hit was the tire mad. barrier? Dude, Helio hit the tire barrier on lap one. What was he smoking? Yeah. But they changed the front end out. He came back and had a. I mean, I know he had day. Decent finished finish. the race at least. But no, Indy cars were beating. There was more beating and banging in the Indy race than the Cup race. Do you know, know if you they rub the crap out of each other in the cup race, but they don't do anything. It's like boom, 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 boom. Well, they were explaining penalties and stuff. If you're in an Indy car and you hit the tires with your tires of the other Indy car, as long as it's square, it's okay. Yeah, as long as you hit square, <laughs> it's funny, okay, dude. Well, I guess there's <laughs> less. There's a penalty if you are caddy like, wampus. Yeah, if you're, if you're caddy wampus. What does the heck does that mean? I don't know what it means. But if you're but... that, then you're just going to end up wrecking each other as your tires drive over each other. So that's why they flush is okay. Not flush is not okay. Yeah, you're doing 240, but okay, that's fine. No. Tires rubbing tires. But yeah, Martin's, the truck race in Martinsville, in my opinion, was was horrible. They started the race on rain tires. I bad. I do like the fact that we have those rain tires. It started about 30 minutes earlier, so... I think they could have probably done it sooner or get rid of the mud flaps. Might have been a little If you're more. not going to have water spraying up, then get rid of the stupid mud flaps. They don't look too bad on the trucks, but they look horrible on the other cars. Yeah, but, it looked like a catcher's mask on the cars. Yeah. But congratulations to Corey Heim. He got, uh, that's that, the new, what's um, David Gilligan's new team, the new Toyota flagship. Corey Heim, isn't that dude, wasn't he a singer in the 80s? Or was he on a kid's movie? I have no idea. I think he's a child star. Uh, well, this ain't him because this guy is a child. But no. Corey Himes won the race. Congratulations to him. It's the first win for Triconian Motorsports or whatever their name is. David Gilligan's old team. Uh, John Hunter Dimacek went out in the Xfinity race, dominated, led three quarters he of the race. He fire, dude. That was awesome. What do you think about the burnout? I thought it was cool. The rubber built up on the uh, mud flaps caught on fire. I mean, I thought it was awesome. But... I wanted to see him like DeLorean it, like burn them out of front stretch and leave two tire streaks of flames running behind it. Going back in time? Yeah. I think it would have been great. He almost did it. I mean, did you see the rubber he left when he pushed it into the wall? No, it was awesome. It dude. was still burning when he left. They had to come out there with a fire extinguisher. At first, I'm thinking, dude, 
Is somebody, does he have his helmet off and nobody's telling him, like, I don't his think left cared. arm's on fire? I don't think he cared. I don't think he was literally on fire inside. The flames weren't in the car yet, but. Hey, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was awesome. If I'm, I'm Joe Gibbs, Joe, I'm, I'm not like, a Gibbs fan. I'm not a. If I'm a Joe Gibbs, if I'm Joe Gibbs, I'm going to do you wreck my car, dude. Yeah, but look at his his sponsors don't have a problem with it. They're a fire safety company. I know. That's what was even <laughs> awesomer, dude. They had like, use fire extinguishers to put them out. Like, yeah, they brought they used their fire extinguishers. Yeah, that's awesome. Them. I was like, this is like the best marketing thing that oh, yeah. ever happened. No, I thought it was great. So congrats to John Hunter Nemechek. He celebrated with his kid and his wife, and I'm a sucker for that. So thought that was cool. Um, congrats to Kyle Larson. The dude got lucky on pit strategy and was the guy out front when the race ended. I, 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 dude, it was horrible. The Martinsville race. My wife was sitting there watching. They were just it. making laps. That's all they were doing. My wife was like, You're no fun to watch racing with anymore. I was like, This is horrible. This, like, me and Jamie had discussed going to Martinsville in October. I ain't going. Yeah. There's, going. there's no way I would spend my money to go to Martinsville. Like, the product on short tracks in NASCAR is... I don't think I'll go to horrible. Talladega again until they fix the car. That's what I mean. So they've ruined road courses. These cars are great on a road course, but the product it puts out on TV is not so great. So they've ruined road courses, super speedways, and short tracks. We have we have North Wilkes. Well, actually, the Atlanta Mall in the House Super Speedway. I think it fixed that. I wonder how North Wilkesboro is going to play out. I'm worried, dude. That's a one mile. You know what North Wilkesboro has going for it? That the altitude change? No, they have old concrete. There's they well, said there's like, chew up some tires. They said the trucks were having like in five laps had like three seconds of fall off. So it doesn't matter. These cars aren't going to be as big of a factor. I think you're going to have tire fall off. Is what I'm getting at. Well, it'll chew it up. I sure hope so. Be like a cheese grater. Well, you know what? If they produce great racing there, every time they have a short track, that'll just go there. Yeah. Instead of going yeah. back to Martinsville. So if they take the Martinsville does not deserve more than one race. So if they take the race from a France family owned track, give them the proceeds, rent it from Marcus Smith. And Smith, if it's a Smith race they take from Marcus, he's already owns it, so he's okay. Yeah, well, I mean, you had cars 40, 50 laps on tires staying out, and because of clean air, they were able to stay up front. You had Ryan Priest lead 135 laps. Denny Hamlin probably would have won if he didn't pit. No doubt. Yeah, if Denny, he should have stayed out. He only had nine laps on the tires. I think, I think Chris Gabart wanted him to stay out, and Denny's like, are you sure? And Chris is like, yeah, come on, let's go ahead and get tires. But, I mean, you had Ryan Priest get that penalty early. He let, like I said, he was dominating, four-second lead. Gets the penalty, goes to the back, and we don't see him again all day. But what, Joey, what raced, Joey raced through the field. Where did Ryan Priest finish? He finished 15th. Yeah, the first third of the race. You he couldn't was, pass. No. The only way you were able to pass was on pit strategy – that's how they made these big passes. Like the so, dude on Twitter was telling me, he's like, there was 2,000 passes in yesterday's race. I said, that's bull. Prove it. Did you Name tell him to get off the glass pipe? 
Well, then he come back, he said, look, all you have to do is look at the loop data and it shows 2,000 plus passes. I said, oh, that's great. Next year at Martinsville, I'll just watch the loop data because that's obviously more exciting than what Fox is showing us. Makes sense. I don't get it, man. He's probably a Chase Elliott fan, too. Or Logano. What would you like, rather have? I think I want Chase to get a little Logano in him. That sounds weird, but... <laughs> like that? No, just that... Wreck him more. I'd like to see Chase Elliott with Tony Stewart's personality. I would like to see Chastain get a personality. Yeah, I mean, he, he needs a personality. He has the to... driving style to fit a Tony Stewart personality. Yes. But he has no personality at all. No, he's, he just stands there with a shitting grin. He's going, scared to have a personality. He's like this. Did he say that? He's scared to have a personality. He said that? He's scared he'll get fined. Wow. I don't. I, I can't believe he said that. There's no way I'd go on Denny Hamlin's show. And then, did you know Advent Healthcare is actual healthcare? Yeah. I thought it was like a, a gum that helped you quit smoking. Oh, no. I knew it was a... I thought it was like denture cream or something. No, it's like around here. It's Piedmont Hospital and Advent somewhere else, right? It's in Florida. I Googled it. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. like the predominant Florida ho hospital. Hotel. Hotel hospital. Where the old people that live in Florida go. Did you see the interview Denny gave after the race? No. Denny said this new style of racing is what we need to come to expect at short tracks with this car. I totally agree. Look, this Jeff car has not been that great. I mean, if Chastain didn't go around the course the way he did at the end of last year's race, it wouldn't have been a good race. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been boring. Yeah. The end of the race made the race great. Well, the last 50 laps yesterday wasn't horrible. It wasn't great, though. I would give the last 50 laps yesterday a three. It's not even memorable. The first 350, I would give it one. The first... Two, because it was better than last last Martinsville. And personally, the I think the stopped. best race... <laughs> I've seen all the races this year. The best race I've seen is the show put on in Atlanta. But I went there personally, and a race in person is way better yeah, I was than say on television. Class, class was awesome. I think even on tele... Well, we were there... In person, too, so I don't know. Well, I mean, so these cars suck. We all know that now. So how do we fix it? Do we make it the total package, like F1? Like, if you watch the race, you hear it sucks, but everyone that goes to an F1 race says it is an incredible experience and incredibly expensive. So I don't know how you fix it. It's man. more the fashion show or the being there for F1. Is that what we have to turn... NASCAR in to the actual physically well, being there so awesomeness. Jeff Andrews from Hendrick Motorsports told um, somebody on Twitter. Your mama? Well, I, I heard <laughs> Jeff Gluck reported on it, and then Bob Pockers reported on it. It was Dustin something. Somebody, Dustin, Dustin Long. But anyway, he said that Jeff Andrews from Hendrick Motorsports said they're ordering parts right now for these motors a year out. So if they're going to make changes for next season, they need to start ordering parts now. So that tells me they're not going to make changes next year. It's kind of like the dirt race. They're not selling tickets to right now. It ain't going to happen. 
Yeah, I don't think I didn't know that when we recorded last week, but apparently they didn't decide. There was no announcement, and there hasn't been any announcement from Bristol on your 2024 dirt race tickets. And unfortunately, that was one of the better races this year, too. Do you think that uh, Budweiser and Bush are going to stop sponsoring cars after their financial fiasco the last few weeks? I doubt it. I'm sure they got some kind of contract locked in. $6 billion is a a lot of money, dude. So one other thing about Martinsville, this is one I thought was interesting from – 1997 to 2015, 36 of 38 Martinsville races had double-digit cautions in them. Of those, 16 races had at least 15 cautions. Yesterday's race had three for wrecks and two for stage breaks. Last spring's race had four, and last fall's race had six. Yesterday, we only had three or four passes under green for the lead. So is it the drivers not being aggressive, or are they just driving the POS car that they got? They're driving what they got. I don't think the drivers – I think it's just – look, the race was under three hours. The last two weeks, the race has been under three hours. Bristol should have been under three hours because it was a 250. So do you think that's the network calling that? No, I think this car is so forgiving – like, if a driver makes a mistake, he grabs a gear and keeps going. So you need to get rid of shifting. You need to make more make tires fall off more. You need more horsepower. That's all. I'm for whatever will fix it because <clears throat> something has to fix it, right? You and I are going to have to pick. I mean, luckily, we're a race car spelled backwards. Yeah, and it's still We're not car. committed to NASCAR, but NASCAR is what we're both fans of. Most of the time, but we like all racing. Are we going to have to pick a different governing body to, I mean, really, this this just helps us introduce rabbit holes to crawl down, but I can crawl down a rabbit hole from IMSA. Well, let's see what Twitter had to say about it this week, Jamie. What, what did it say? So, Matt Weaver on Twitter tweeted out, Early takeaway. I don't think the downforce reduction has made enough of a difference to offset the, the robust mechanical grip and shifting with this car here. I think that's from the uh, Joe Biden Downforce Reduction Act. Probably. That's why yeah. it didn't work. Yeah. So, at Team KFB Fan 8 says, absolute dog poop emoji. This is a repeat of last spring. No difference. Until they put the proper gears in these cars, it's not going to change. This new car simply sucks here. I agree. I agree, but no, it's funny. Was he so? Was he clairvoyant and chose that before he went to Richard Childress Racing? No, I think his he, handle, um, or did he have to change completely his handle to Team KFB? I'm pretty sure Fan Eight. I'm pretty sure he changed it. Oh, good for you, Team KFB Fan Eight. At Dites Nine Two Four said. I turned off the race, and I'm tuning into IndyCar now. It's a shame. I'm a diehard NASCAR guy, but they got to get the short track stuff figured out soon because I'm it's I'm not going to waste my time. Wow, that's what we just discussed. Yep. Um, Ty underscore L the Great says, The only thing that will fix Martinsville is a different car. I think that's Ty Gibbs. Maybe. In my opinion. Pan 07 New York Pan 07. says, 
know what would help? 950 horsepower and wheel hop. How do you add wheel hop? Well, you can add wheel hop. But 900 horsepower would probably give you wheel Dude, hop. Don't they have posse traction? If you ever want to read, like, the meanest tweet replies, go to Jeff Gluck. I, I think people find it as a sport to hate on Jeff Gluck. Because these people, Jeff Gluck got the most obnoxious responses of the day. So... Jeff Gluck said that caution was another reminder. NASCAR race control is looking at the at the track, not watching TV. Every so often, TV will be showing something officials don't see. Would be preferable if they saw it at the same time or sooner, but obviously took them a couple of laps to spot it. This is talking about the tire that sat on the front straightaway with literally two NASCAR officials staring at this tire. Tire flagman is a nascar official with another nascar official with him two nascar officials are just looking do you think maybe hey man you see that tire right there yep but they were in the flag what stand do you, do? do you think i don't know the shadow of the flag stand prevented no. them from seeing the tire you could clearly see him looking at it he the but, flagman had the yellow flag in his hand he's waiting on race control to go hey man there's a tire down there on that racetrack we better throw one in their caution but that there never happened so he just stood there like an idiot, staring at this tire with another race official going, hey, man, you think somebody's going to hit that? You know, if they hit that tire, it's going to come right up here and kill us. Damn. What you going to do, Dave? Damn. I don't know, Jimmy. Race control, race control. This is Dave and Jimmy down here in the flag stand. Was she a tire? It looks like there is a tire off one of the cars just sitting there think it's it ain't a, doing nothing either it's just sitting there it's a british tire spelled t-y-r-e i think um if a car hits it it's gonna kill me and jimmy here <laughs> gonna bounce up me. what would you have us do race control smack me over. in my head and then race control goes i don't know you think anybody saw it yet Heck, y'all, throw on a caution out Can there. we get a couple more laps in and get more opportunity? I think they were waiting on all the cars to get done pitting before they threw the caution. I mean, they only waited like a lap. But it felt like forever because TV is staring at it. And Mike and Clint and Bobby are going, hey, man, there's a tire on the racetrack. You think they know there's a tire on the racetrack? I mean, the... 500,000 people watching at home knows there's a tire on the racetrack, but do you think race control knows? You think Bobby would have leaned over and went, bam, 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 on the window and go, hey, race control, tire on the track. None of that happened. Tyree's on the track. It, it, it was just, it was embarrassing, man. It just looked stupid. And uh, so, Arca So why fan, don't they give the flag man the ability to make a decision on his own? Because it has to go through the committee, and then they decide who throws the lever. But they also throw, that committee throws down different penalties for the same infractions. ArcaFan69 on Twitter said, yes. That's it, the whole problem. He's ArcaFan. Yeah. He said, yeah, it's a huge track. We can't expect the spotters to see it all. It is all. It's like almost a half mile. Mick Clo, Mick, what's that? Mick? Mick Lovin. Yeah. Mick, Mick Lowe's 2308 says, Stop making excuses for them. That is simply inexcusable. Had a car hit that, someone could have been killed. He killed it him. Was, it, it was worse than last year when they didn't throw a caution mid-pit cycle. At least the tires 
was on the grass, he, not the middle of the track. He done come around corner three and four. He was like a bolt of lightning, and he died. Brian Hand 99. <laughs> you know, their handles are better than yeah, their... Yeah, that's why I went with their handles this week yeah. versus their names. What's with flying trans? He said, Never looking mind. at the track, we're... Were they monitoring the radios? Flagman was literally staring at the dang thing from the same angle as the TV. That's what I was saying. Like, the flag guy, they stared at it and did nothing about it. You see that down there, Brad? Is that tar? Brad, Brad, look look down there. Is that tar? I'll see it, Jamie. But I, I, hey, well, are we supposed to throw the caution, or do we have to go to the NASCAR penalty committee? Let me call the penalty committee. Uh, is it, what, what's our area code? I think Do I got to dial area code? I think it's 803, Brad. Claire! Claire, can you connect me to race control? You know what? I think Claire has it in her contacts. You want me to have her text you that contact? So, Bob Pockrass, <laughs> he tweeted, Larson wins cup race at Martinsville. Then Crypto Arsenal 2. <laughs> crypto Arsenal. Responded with. Was he got a crypto cannon? We are really becoming F1 with the Hendrick domination. LMAOO. I don't know why there's two O's there. That's uh, that's that um, off, off. Canadian driver. He's a limo. Then you had at Trigger Mike. Trigger Mike. That's Trigger with three G's. Oh, he just brought in some gun violence with that name, didn't he? He says, garbage package. More horsepower and get rid of the shifting. And we agree, Trigger Mike. Get rid of the shifting. This was my favorite. Underscore AVK7 underscore said, I just smashed my TV in front of 30 guests at my party because of this series. My wife just took her crying kids and said, they're all spending the week at a hotel. Kyle Larson has ruined my life and my party. I can't handle this anymore. Goodbye, NASCAR. I'm no longer a fan. I think he lives in the trailer park down the road from my house. You saw all the people leave. I saw TV in the trash bin this morning when I was headed to work. That's pro I, I'm I'm thinking that underscore AVK seven underscore. It looked like the TV cost more than that wobbly box mobile home he was driving. <laughs> you think he dropped his wife and kids off at the hotel? Yeah, the they probably staying at a Wyndham or uh, oh yo, oh yo. <laughs> so um, then nineteen underscore Bobby said. This was a terrible race to watch. Sure, there was strategy, but you could not pass it all. The guys that were up front all day couldn't get back up there. When you stay out on 75-plus lap tires and he stay up get front, back up there. there's a major red flag. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, racing not good. Race 4.5 out of 10. Bless that Kyle Larson's I'd have soul. Gave a, I'd have gave it a 4. That would have sounded a little harsher. Oh, Bobby. bless your soul. Then we got some more Jeff Gluck. He says... Depressing Denny Hamlin interview there, but it absolutely matches up with what we just watched, Cy. This is what we were talking about. Denny Hamlin got out of the car and said, it is what it is, guys. This is what the car is going to deliver on short tracks. Accept it. Get over it. So, um, at Till Talk responded to Jeff with, you just can't hide your love for Denny. And Jeff responded to Till talk with, where do you get being bummed out about the quality of short track racing as love for Denny? That's just weird. Then, 
at Flying Trains 1. Oh, thank God. My dyslexia <laughs> told me something else, dude. Flying Trans. Flying Trans. Flying oh, Trains goodness. 1. He said, what was said? Couldn't watch it. And Jeff basically broke it down for him, saying basically said once he lost clean air, he couldn't pass cars. He was lapping earlier and the inability to pass is just how next-gen racing is now. So, so we have finally got a car that most drivers will agree is worse than the car of tomorrow. The cot. Yeah. But we only kept the car of tomorrow for one year because it sucked. This is two years with the next gen. How many years do you keep it? Well, at me is Ryan 98. <laughs> me, me, is, me is Ryan. Me is Ryan said, uh, I'm confused. We just had a race that was 100 laps shorter than it should have been. Just like... With your goldfish attention, what the heck? Span are always clamoring for. Shouldn't you be happy? Oh, wait, you're Jeff Gluck. You're never happy. And then Sparky2SS said, It's getting to the point that this new car needs a huge overhaul. The overall racing product at nearly every type of track they go to has suffered, but NASCAR is too proud to admit they have a problem. Increase the horsepower, reduce the grip, stop the shifting on ovals. Couldn't agree more. That's exactly what we just said. Should we just give them an automatic for the short races? Short tracks? Yeah. Why not? Why not? I think we should just make them run around it on their feet. Make them well, that, turn it into a bumper car. Like a 500K run. I think we ought to give them automatics. I think, uh, so Jeff Gluck's poll, 37% of the people said, yes, it was a good race. 63 said, no, it wasn't. Honestly, I think 37 is a little high. I thought it would come in somewhere around the 28 marker, considering last year was like 18. But um, some People, people popular driver won. I mean, people, people got mad. I mean, they had things to say like, KR8Z4 underscore nine said, I voted no on this. I voted no on this poll more this year than I have in probably all the years of this poll put together. And my, and I am normally a glass half full kind of person. I agree. I've, I voted no a lot. So, um, either way, NASCAR needs to do something. NASCAR. So on a one out of 10, where do you put it at, Brad? Two. I'd give it a three, but. Okay, I'll go with it. Yeah, I like I'll go Larson. With it. I'll go with a three because the first 350 laps were better than last year, and then the last 50 was a little bit better than that. So, a four, I mean, a three is at best. What did we give it last year? Zeros? Yeah, I think so. I think we gave it one. I don't think we even let ourselves fall into the zero. Maybe they should make this a 200 lap race where they go for it. Maybe. Well, next week. We're going to Talladega. Talladega is always a good one. Next week, we're taking a break from oh, yeah. recording. Yeah, we won't, we're not having a show next we week. We don't expect much action at Talladega. Well, we don't have a show next week because I'm going to Universal Studios and then going to Panama City for a couple of days with the family. I didn't think we'd have much to talk about, so... Jamie was going to do it by himself, but he decided I'm to like, wait. So it's we're, Talladega. There's not much to talk about. Yeah, we're going to take a week off. I think everybody here understands. So, but we do have some listeners. Janet's going to Talladega. Luckily, she's already booked her room, and it's not at a Wyndham hotel, thanks to our reviews. She knew better than that. 
No Oyo. No Oyos either. But Jamie. Do they have Oyos in Alabama? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Jamie, if it's we. It's called On Your Own. If we were going to Talladega, where would we not want to stay at? There are hundreds of places. Right. As you know, having been a resident there for a while, yeah. there's a lot to choose from. I went to Birmingham because we covered all the tiny ones around the racetrack. Yeah, all seven of them. And we've covered Atlanta for Land Motor Speedway. But this person, this is the Roadway Inn it's, and Suites. You know they're good with Suites. Birmingham, I-59, exit 134. They wanted you to know why this was one out of five stars. They wanted you to know how to get there, too. And this trip advisor, they said, oh, my God, where did I begin? First off, I drove in from Georgia, and it was late, and I was ready to lay my head down and needed two days. <laughs> Upon entering the room, the odor was pleasant. <laughs> the TV remote did not work, nor did the telephone in the room. Who uses the phone they, in the room? They ain't got no radio telephone there, Brad. Someone had used a maxi pad behind the toilet. I don't I don't think there's room for me to get behind you a toilet. Missed it. You, left you, it. you missed the sentence, though. The toilet was leaking water. Well, And the bathroom had not been cleaned properly. Do you think maybe they put the tampon in there to catch the leaky water? <laughs> maybe. Well, I mean, that's why I was reading that sentence you left out, because you said they used a maxi pad behind the toilet. Maybe that's to absorb. Hope it's a super absorber. I don't know. I was thinking some lady crawled behind the toilet in the wall and tried to put it in. Well, they did say there. they did say disgusting. The towels were old and thin, and there were no place to hang towels. Next, I began to spot roaches in my room. I immediately asked for another room because other places were booked. He spotted roaches. Were they racing? They were to the uh, outside, inside, inside. All clear, all clear. Go roach, go the roach. The owner thought I was going to stay in the room by sending maintenance up to spray and fix toilet. I finally got another room. Which appeared to smell better and a little better. <laughs> better and a little this better? This guy's an idiot. Wow. It got better, then I got a little better. I was thrown in for a far worse situation. You think? Roaches were everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Oh, man. My friend had to go grab some bug spray to get us through the night. Trust me. Trust me. This is a lesson learned trying to save a dollar. Yep. An unforgettable and crazy experience. You this, can only save a dollar if you haven't slept in two days. This hotel needs some serious updating and cleaning. I'm considering contacting Fox 6. Is that a local channel there in Birmingham? Sounds like it. Or is that Georgia? They're from Georgia. I know. That's why I'm confused. But Georgia is five, so... Maybe Please pass this hotel by because you will be highly disappointed. Well, thanks, Earl. Okay. We truly appreciate that, Earl. So, we got a condo lodge. They're always nice. One out of five. We didn't stay in a condo lodge on no, our that's championship run for the Cannonball Run. Well, when we became Cannonball Run champions, the condo lodge was would have been considered below Motel 6. Below our championship status? Well, that was just it. Once we became champions, our status went from Econo Lodge to Motel 6. So, well, roadways, then, Econo Lodges, all those are out now because we're yeah. champions. Bare minimum, I'm staying at a, a La Quinta. Oh, yeah. La Quinta all the way. Yeah, bare minimal. I heard Dangosaurus like some Quintas too. You like La Quinta, La Quinta. Isn't it Spanish? And he likes quesadillas. 
What do you think it was Spanish? La Quinta? It's got the love. Yeah. You know he's from the state of Chihuahua? Is he? Yeah. I wonder if he's got any cartel members in his family. I, I think that's sponsorship. Is the Soras cartel a thing? Isn't that what uh, Tootsie Rolls is? Soras? Yeah, they, they sponsor them. Tootsie Rolls. Not Tootsie Rolls. Soras has got the sponsor of um Tootsie's Bar and Grill. Oh, well, it was pink, and I thought, you know, they got them colored ones for Halloween, the Tootsie Rolls. Oh, yeah, they got they're... watermelon, the oranges, orange. I thought that, I thought that was a nah. relationship there. Right. Anyway. Back to the economy. Mandy77 wrote on TripAdvisor, one out of five. She said torture. Torture. She must have been tortured there. It happens. I was very optimistic going into the room as the TV was updated. And the bed was pretty comfy. What I didn't know is that sleep in that bed wouldn't be happening since the bar next door had music so loud. I could only, not only hear it, but I could feel it as well. I went to the vending machine and a man was lying in his bed, totally naked, masturbating. <laughs> so I guess this man at the vending machine. I think he was, was his bed outside. Oh no, of the vending I'm machine? thinking he was in his room, and it's one of them. Oh, with the windows open, the you blinds, know, the curtains open. Where you got, you don't got a hallway. You walk down a courtyard, hotel, motel. A motel. He opened the windows, and he thought he was going to get him a woman by laying there naked. He thought he could be attractive if he was there pounding his muscle. Well, she just tells you that she is very attractive. Oh, yes, yeah, she does. I am very attractive female. And at first, felt like I was his inspiration for these activities. Was I turned on? <laughs> no. Was I too vain? Yes. I mentioned it to a lady I passed, and she asked what room. I walked her to it and stopped. I said, I did not want to see it again, ma'am. She said, that was her husband. <laughs> <laughs> I got the heck out of there. A few minutes later, I see this lady dragging her husband by his penis <laughs> down the hall. And she, and she threw him in the pool. It she screamed, you dumbass, you need to cool off. I decided to take a shower. Did she get turned on by this? She had to take a shower to cool off. That's weird. Big mistake, she said. This is a step up into the bathroom. So there's a step you got to go up to get into the bathroom? Yeah. But you cannot see it. So I nearly broke my foot and I fell into the toilet. Wow. <laughs> She's had a bad stay. She has had a bad stay. She's seen some goober just <laughs> beating the meat. She's seen some goobers goober. And then she got hot and bothered when her husband drug him out, her, his wife, drug him out by his penis. She grabbed Dude, his, that would hurt. She drug goober out by Dude, his goober into the pool. You're not going to allow your wife to take up all the tension. You're staying there with her hand. No. I mean, you're, 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 <laughs> you're running. Yeah. You, you ain't let, you're not getting behind. Wouldn't you just pick her up? I don't know what I would do. Cause that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. Well, she, oh, after recovering from that, I turn on the water in the tub and about 100 ants pour out with Ooh. the water. Yuck. If you like cleanliness, safety and sleep, this is not 
a place to stay. I mean, we've heard that about Econo Lodges before, so. Yeah. Oh, we got, this is a good one. Horrific thieves, drug addicts, and prostitutes. And this this man's Australian. This is the American Should Best Inn. I knew when I saw the name. Did, I did, like, have you seen it before? The American Best Inn? Do you think I can do an Australian accent reading his? No. Should I just stick with South, my grandfather's accent? Shirley? Right. Yes, my grandfather's name you was can, Shirley. You can try Australian. I don't think I can. I don't even know what it sounds like now. America? Mate. Hey, mate. America's best end, You're mate. my mate. Hey, mate, I was at the America's best end, mate. Is one of the hotels your website is offering. That's not Australian. And after a horrific experience there, I have to caution you. South Australia? That this is not a hotel. South Queensland. <laughs> but a halfway house. As I was burglarized there by a long-term resident and the management within my first six hours of staying there. There are drug users and prostitutes all over the property. My booking was through CheapTickets.com, and I can attest to how dangerous it is to send guests here. It is not a hotel, and I should not be listed. It should not be listed with your service for the safety of your users it should be removed now this clairvoyant australian seems very pissed first off <laughs> this first explains off, it right here <laughs> this is why he's so mad we know we've never had this first off i bought some cocaine this is our first i bought cocaine it 58 was, episodes it was not cocaine Thank you, Narcan, for saving my life. <laughs> I guess if you're going to do cocaine in today's day and age, you probably travel with Narcan. Oh, I thought it was a place with the management of the hotel. That is, that's classic. That's epic. Oh, man. If you are endorsing drug dealers on your property, at least <laughs> test the quality of their drugs. This How dude, dare you sell? You sell best America's best in quality cocaine? What is wrong? Okay. I I expected at least Wyndham cocaine. This guy had the wrong idea about America when he decided. <laughs> he came from Australia to vacation in Birmingham. Hey, Mike, I went all the way to the best, best American in, Mike. I have no they idea. They do not have quality cocaine. They ain't got quality cocaine, and they I got know no I don't quality, sound Australian. No quality cocaine there. <laughs> Second of all, you are promoting prostitution. Then it's probably bad prostitution. Then try to hide. If you're going to promote it, you need to then try to hide their STDs at least. If your face looks like a giant golf ball with all them dimples, what does it look like when the pants come off? I paid her to go away. Oh. <laughs> he, he got a hooker in his room and said, gosh darn it, you're ugly as a pimply golf ball. Here, Here's your, what do you charge? Go away. You just take it and leave. Take this bag of cocaine. I ain't you. taking your STDs to Australia. Finally, I was getting into my car and I looked up at my room and thought I saw someone leaving my room, but convinced myself it was the room next door. Wrong answer. I returned and my laptop was missing. I had purchased a new six pack of underwear <laughs> and they stole that. They stole my darn they computer. They stole, they stole that my thing. drawers. My, my fresh undies. So much. Now I'm going to wash my old ones. 
I am from Australia and was looking for a good time in America. <laughs> you went to Alabama? I got this hotel because of the reviews. I thought I found <laughs> find a good time. I thought I found a one-stop shop for hookers and cocaine, but it was severely disappointed. I was severely disappointed. I had to leave the property to get quality blow and a good lay. That's how I discovered there were thieves here as well. I'm going home. The American dream has failed me. Australia has better blow and better hookers. First off, dude, if you're coming to America to experience the American He fell into the Hollywood trap. And you went to Birmingham, Alabama? <laughs> what did you want, dude? Mate, I rode all the way to Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> was the ticket cheaper to go to Birmingham than L.A., dude? It was what Atlanta. The heck? You had to probably do a layover in Atlanta. To that get to Birmingham. That's more American than Birmingham. The Hartsfield-Jackson Airport's more American. I don't know. Birmingham's probably pretty American, but if I'm looking for hookers and blow... Alabama's probably not up there. On the hmm. Wonder what state has the best hookers? Hmm. Alabama, probably. Imagine no. your inbred sister, maybe. Vegas. Yeah, why didn't you go to Vegas, <laughs> Mr. Australian man, Mr. Boomerang? Vegas would have been like number one prime picking. Drugs are legal in Vegas. That's what I mean. And prostitution. He only had Birmingham money. Yeah. That's the problem. That's what it was. He didn't have Vegas oh money. Goodness, he had dude. Birmingham, Alabama money. I was going. What go was to... that? He thought he was going to get you a whole party for fifty bucks. He should have went to Wee Tumpka. Yeah, they don't even got the we... lotto there. He could have went to Wee Tumpka, Alabama, to the Indian Reservation and played at the casino. They probably got better blowing hookers at the Indian Reservation. It's a casino. I, mean, I don't gamble. I, I'm as assuming. As close to Vegas as you can get without leaving Alabama. Poor guy. He's bad-mouthing us in America. He got fentanyl. He got. He went back to Australia and said, y'all don't want to go to America. It about killed me. I'm gonna, about died. You ain't going to believe what I saw. She Mate. took her pants off and I was I gave her money out of there. I said, here's your hundred bucks. Get the hell out of my they room. They gave me some cocaine. And <laughs> fucking flat And then gave me Narcan. I fell on the ground, started jiffing out. I and had two lines of cocaine and my then dealer, Narcan. My hard. dealer called 911 and they gave me that Narcan. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. Get a Foster's. Snort a couple lines of cocaine. Quality Indonesian cocaine because apparently they ain't got no blow in he America watched, no more. He watches way too many shows on cocaine. No, I haven't. Indonesian cocaine. I don't even know if that's what I said. <laughs> I'm making that crap up. I thought it came from Colombia. I've seen the movie Blow. That's like where my cocaine knowledge comes from is the movie Blow with Johnny You need Depp. to watch some of them old-timey 1980s Miami Vice. Grandma. They got the backbone and going, Yo, Jose, I need 100 kilos flown in in that airplane tonight. They hang up and go, hey, 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 Crockett, we, we sucker that dude. He going to bring in 100 kilos with his little Cessna. We yeah. going to bust him. I watched Blow. Did you ever see that one? I don't think I saw Blow. Johnny Depp. And, um, oh, was that his mafia cocaine? Selma Hayek. I didn't see it. I don't yeah. think. Yeah, remember they started selling weed in L.A. up the beach and made a lot of money. He met Pee Wee Herman, the Barbara. I don't think Pee I saw Pee Wee Herman introduced him to Carlo Escobar. He started running marijuana back to America. Then he said, hey, Pee Wee, we can make more money with this white stuff. They called it cocaine. So then he started running cocaine, and Pee Wee cut him out and went straight to Carlos. And they got all paranoid and went to jail. 
Good movie. I don't think I saw it. Really good movie. You should check it out. All right, Jamie. Like I said, we're going to Talladega. That is in Alabama. Alabama. Well, neither one of us did too good last week. The race is at 3 o'clock on Fox. And on MRN, it is a two and a half mile oval. Out of the last six races there, Eric Jones has the best average finish at 9.2 and five top tens. Ryan Blaney has an average finish of 10.5, one win, and three top tens. Denny Hamlin, 11.2 average finish, one win. That's what AVF means, average finish? Yeah. Okay. You figured it out? Halfway through the season, I got it figured out. William Byron, 13.3 average finish with two top tens. Ross Chastain, 13.5 average finish, one win, two top tens. Ross is without a four races, not six. Kevin Harvick, 13.5 average finish with four top tens. Austin Dillon, 14.2 average finish with two top tens. Brad Keselowski, a 14.5 average finish, one win and two tens. Bubba Wallace also has one win here, average finish of 15.2 and one top 10. Not very good stats out of the last six races, but he did have a win. Chase Elliott, average finish of 15.5, one win and three top tens. Jamie, last week I had Truex, Byron, and Chastain. That was Truex for three, Byron for 23, and Chastain for 13 for a total of 39 points. You had Reddick at 22. Reddick really teased me during that race. Yeah. Keselowski at 24 and Hamlin at four for a total of 50 points. The lower number is the better number in the way we do it. So, Jamie, you lost last week. Therefore, you get to pick first this week. Oh, let's see. We Talladega. All right, I hate to do this. No, you don't. Joey is one hell of a plate racer. Going Joey Logano. Okay. I hate to say it, but if you wouldn't have picked him, I would have. I don't like picking him. Well, he screwed you like Blaney has screwed me. So the bot, the mid mid pack, eleven through twentieth. Huh. The way we do it is we pick a driver who finished last week's race 1st through 10th, one driver 11th through 20th, and one driver 21st through 36th. So Chase won the one we went to. Correct. I'm picking Chase. Okay. And then here's a big surprise. Um, Corey LaJoy. What? I'm playing for top 10 with him, so I don't lose points. Corey LaJoy, I was really not expecting that. I mean, I had four drivers starred here that I could go with out of this pack, and LaJoy was not one of them. So out of first through 10th, I'm going to go with Denny. Good pick. He's going to win, I think, in the next five races. Yeah, he's got that cocky arrogance yep. about him right now. He, he's he got that cocky he's attitude like he's going to win. Yep. 11 through 20th, I'm going to go with – really, this one comes down to two drivers for me. I'm going to go with – who'd you pick? Well, I picked Elliot. Chase, but I just noticed the green and yellow. You oh, have yeah. to pull Chase out. Yeah, you're going to have to pick somebody else. Go ahead. I'll let you pick before I do. Harvick. Harv. 
Yep. Well, I'm writing that under my name. Yeah, you can't pick her. You can have Chase now. <laughs> no, I stick with Denny. He won last year. Was Harvick in that pack? Mm, Harvick was top 10, I believe. 20th. So, yeah, he's barely in it still. I go with Ross Chastain. Good pick. He's been very good at... Uh, he won one of these ways. recently, too. Yeah. So, 21st through 36th, I'm going to go... William Byron. He's been on fire. Well, I was... <laughs> Part I mean, of me, Keselowski's name is screaming at me right there. But I think Brad's going to win a mile and a half. Chevy's just been really good on Super Speedway. So Atlanta Summer Race will be Brad's win. I could see that. So that's really all I got this week, Jamie. You got anything else you want to bring up? Let's just remind everyone we're off next week yep they will not be a show next week unless something i don't think amazing be, happens but i don't we'll do a quick zoom and throw it on youtube if something amazing happens yeah like if someone passes the whole field in three laps to win the race or chastain makes his move backwards because they outlawed forwards if chastain does a reverse hell melon we will definitely do a zoom call Monday. Oh, yeah or so we'll be, I'll be I'll be at the I'll be at the Universal Theme Park Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So if we do a show, it won't be till Wednesday. It, I'm serious. It's gonna be a ten minute Zoom or something. Yeah, that's if we do one. So yeah. we probably it'll probably all be saved till the week after. So if you go looking for our episode next week, just listen to this one again. Sorry, but taking some family time, but. We, well, Brad, since this is a nonprofit organization, yeah, it's not really like you get penalized. We don't have a limit on vacations. Yeah, I know, but I two I enjoy, weeks. But I actually enjoy doing this, so I enjoy it too. I look forward to it. <laughs> I do too. So I mean, we tried to take three weeks off, and we made it one week, and then we started recording again. So yeah, we're just we're we'll, we'll probably take a couple weeks off this year because you got a vacation. Yeah, I'm going to go and, somewhere in the summer with the family. So. But anyway, thanks to everybody who listens, watches the show each week, shares it on social media and with your friends. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We're at Car Backwards. Go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. Make sure to watch our Conspiracy Juice Bar episodes. Check us out on Spotify and rate us. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Did you say rate us? I did say rate us. <laughs> okay. You can catch that rate us. Nope. That's one crazy rate us. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Send us a DM or you can email us at racecarbackwardspod at gmail.com. If you have something negative to say about something negative we've said, by all means, share it with us so we can share it with everybody else. And make sure to check out our new merch store and our website. It's at racecarbackwards.com. Other than that, y'all have a great two weeks. We'll see you. In Take a it weeks. from two conservatives. Your answer to any dilemma is love. That's all you need is love. All you need is love. Y'all have a great week. Bye. Peace. You just listened to Race Car spelled backwards. For that, we thank you.